for the Signal 50 podcast, where we talk about the R-Truth about today's current events. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the Signal 50 podcast for July 12th, 2022, with your hosts, Alpha and Bravo. Bravo, my good friend, how are you today? I'm doing fine. I hear you're a little sore, my friend. You went to the gym this morning, and now you're all pumped up. Yes, all pumped up. Yes. Well, you know, you got to make a decision at one point in your life to go ahead and stop the aging process or at least try to slam the brakes on it a little bit. And I made that decision about a month ago. And I got to be honest with you. Get up and go to the gym. Feels good. Yes. It really feels good. Really feels good to get that strength back that I had one time. It's pretty good feeling. But anyhow, without further ado. Not growing old with grace. I get it. No, 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 no. I'm going to fight it. I'm going to fight it tooth and nail, man. I'm going to fight it tooth and nail. You got to. You got to. There's a right. difference. You know, there's 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 people that get, get older and they're not in good shape and they lead really terribly difficult lives mm. uh, as they get older, you know, past 60, 65 years old. And, you know, like we're all going to die. Mm. Well, you may as well go live a life before that happens. Right. And be able to physically. So I think it's good to stay in shape and keep yourself in shape. And there's a big difference. Yep. That's my public service announcement for the day. <laughs> All right. So we're moving along. So anyhow, everybody, thank you very, very much for joining us. You know, thanks for joining the Signal 50 podcast. We're, we've hit some uh, uh, download milestone. Here's the here's the thing. We get a lot of people that download the program. We get a lot of people that listen to the program and the back end that we use does not differentiate. We can't really tell, uh, you know, the difference between people that listen, the people that download. We had uh, over 3,000, well over 3,000 downloads. So thank you very much, everybody, for spending an hour. Yay. Round of applause. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You know, and, uh, you know, it, thank you. We appreciate that. So anyhow, just two lifelong friends passing along their weekly conversations to you. And we just let you listen to what we have to say. Sometimes we don't uh, agree on everything, believe me. Uh, so, you know, hey, uh, take a minute to like, share and subscribe. Uh, visit us over on Rubble. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a rumble. You can find us on Getter at Bravo Golf 592 and at Alpha Sierra 288. Uh, yeah, the whole Twitter thing is kind of really weird right now. Uh, but we are on Twitter reluctantly but we're we're kind of there uh you can go signal 50 podcast on twitter and find us there uh that's it you know that's that's the opening of the show we got and a lot of material just, to cover today just be and in kind of the way our um show is evolving and uh thought that our icon should evolve too and did a little update to it also we're changing over to the blue to support our blue brothers even though we're firefighters we're going to go to the blue motif to kind of show our support for all the police officers out there too which we support everyone but they're going through a pretty rough time so i thought it'd be important to kind of update the the icon yep, which is fair. what you're going to see on the podcast uh, symbol there for you yeah fair enough there's uh, something to be said about that and i appreciate that bravo that's a that was a good call on your part so we're going to move along we're going to go ahead and see what's what's happening here in the world so why don't you take us through the quick hits so quick hits. We want to make sure we get the stories out there that they want you to forget about. Who's they? The government or whoever the lamestream media is propping up as the narrative makers. So we talk about those stories that uh, they want you to forget about. So let's start off, my friend Alpha, with look out, everyone. Get ready. There's a new variant of Omicron, BA2. Sounds like a transformer. Sounds like a transformer. 
know, my one of Mike Bay's, uh, Michael Bay's uh, movies, Transformers. Eh, yeah. This one's going to destroy the world. Watch out. <laughs> it's all BS. <laughs> it really yeah, is. Uh, yeah, it's we're over it. We're done. No, the we're problem done. is you and I are done. And we were we were talking about this when we first started this podcast uh, two years ago. Yeah, we almost. were done then. We were done with it then. We talked about it. We kind of brought up the data. But unfortunately, the blue states are making it harder to get surgery services. They come up with new ways of uh, pissing us all off by doing testing requirements uh, on your own. Now, I'm a medical provider, as everyone knows. Uh, and having patients do their own tests um, has, oh, what would you say, my friend, uh, quality control issues? Maybe? Possibly? Well, first of all, when you start out and the test is probably crap to begin with. That is. It's probably not going to give you a good result, right? Mm-hmm. So I have a funny story about uh, about this one. Once you get this done, and I'll, 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 I'll relay an <laughs> anecdote from, from yesterday. Uh, but, I, I, you know, they're, they're testing, testing, testing again. It seems like someone's concerned about numbers, numbers, numbers. And uh, we'll bring it back. We'll bring this old uh, conclusion that we had from before. Remember this, Alpha? It's not the numbers of cases, the number of cases. They all get bent out of shape in the number of cases. I was concerned, you were concerned about how many people were dying from cases, which we found out later on that the FDA, the CDC, were making up numbers to go along with a narrative. Yes, so it's all BS. So these tests, you can shove it. But the problem is people have to get these tests done to get surgical procedures. And it's, it's causing quite a headache here in the blue states, especially in New York crazy well anyhow yesterday i tried to take uh you know just to go along with this you know they just won't give it up no and even vets won't give it up too well, right well right <laughs> so i take my uh the 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 show mascot tvd i take him to uh, uh von doggo there i take him to uh the vet yesterday mm. and i walk in there's a sign on the door and this is a vet we've been using for a long time and when when my county had a mask mandate, they had the sign on the door that said, you know, mask required, blah, 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 because, you know, they didn't want to get in trouble with the county. Okay, got it. And I walked in yesterday. I mean, that mask mandate fell like five months ago. Yep. Okay. I mean, we're not wearing them on planes anymore. We're not wearing them anywhere. I mean, okay, they didn't work anyways, but that's another story altogether. I walk in, they still have the mask required sign on the door, and I'm like, okay, whatever. Blew right past that. Mm. Got to the front desk and there's this little girl sitting behind the front desk and she she looks at me and she says, "Where's your mask?" I said, "I don't have one." She said, "Well, I have them right here." I says, "Okay, that's great. Good for you. Awesome." <laughs> She's like, "Aren't you going to put on a mask?" I said, "No." <laughs> I said, "Why should I?" The dog's she, not wearing one. <laughs> she said, "Exactly." She said, "Because I said so." I oh, oh, <laughs> you said so, huh? I, I'm like, just laughing hard because I know exactly how, how you get sometimes I'm like, when, um, yeah, sorry. You said so. You said so. I'm like, huh, I'm a Gen Xer. That doesn't work for us. Not no, no bit. way. <laughs> I think you went said, to no I, way right, said, instead of why. Right? No, no way. I'm not putting that on. She's like, well, you have to put on a mask. I'm like, I don't have to do shit. <laughs> We're going to leave that in the show. I don't have to do yeah. anything. I right. said, There's no mandate. There's no nothing. She's like, well, you have to. I'm like, I don't have to do anything. I'll tell you, I said, I'll tell you what. Here's what I'm gonna do. You're fired. <laughs> hey there, President Trump. How are you? You're fired. You're fired. I said, I have three animals that we take to this veterinary office. And that, you know, that's a significant amount of money that I spend every year here. 
Mm. I said, you provided me decent service, but this is a bridge too far. I said, mm. I'm not wearing a mask. I will not do it. You can, uh, and the office manager comes out. I'm like, you're fired. I'm like, I'm taking my business elsewhere. She's like, you have to leave. I'm like, perfect. Time <laughs> for me to go. So, <laughs> you know, I was talking to a friend of mine. Uh, if more people have done this from the very beginning, right. speak loudest with your wallet. Yes. And they wouldn't have done this to begin with. So the girl looks at me, she says, she says to me, you're serious. I'm like, as I'm walking out the door, I'm like, yep, bye. Yep. Transfer my medical records to my email immediately. And yep. I went and found another vet and I walked in the door. I said, you're going to make me wear a mask? They're like, no. Why? Good. I'm like, you have my business. Let me talk to the vet. <laughs> I had my pet taken care of. I had everything taken care of within 15 to 20 minutes after, uh, after I walked out of the door. I found a new veterinary practice that's reasonable and not out of control, and I got to play with Birdmeese Mountain Dog Puppies. There you go. Yes. Happy ending. It was a happy ending. So everyone, just say no. <laughs> no. Hell no. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not wearing a mask. Why? It's it's pointless. And and they're doing they're, they're in New York, they make you do it in the uh, medical offices. There's no rhyme or reason for it. Uh, it's getting out of control, everyone. It really is. And, and the blue states. The red states have it right. Boy, would I love to move. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Exactly. Work moving quick, on. Yeah. World Economic Forum. Now, I know Alpha and I have some differing ideas. I believe they're the ones that are in control of this narrative. Uh, and uh, the people that have bought onto it have gotten in their weaseled their way into power. Let's talk. Let's go through the list, shall we? This so, is like a, it's like a bad Bond movie, right? It is. It is exactly what this Klaus Schwab looks like a, a Bond Spectre. villain. It's like right? Spectre, right? The right. organization we're fighting Spectre. I right. Mean. And and uh, let's see who's bought into it. Uh, well, Boris, and jo Boris Johnson's gone, so he's he was bought into it. Trudeau, Biden. Uh, let me think here. A um, whole bunch of European countries. We don't have to go through that. Uh, but look, pay close attention to who's resigned, who's leaving, who's been voted out. Just put it out there. But anyway, people from all over the world are also demonstrating and rising up against these draconian measures that they're they're putting in place. Let's go around the world, shall we, my friend? Let's start in Germany. Uh, they want nuclear and natural gas power back because yes, their windmills and their solar panels don't work. Nope. I remember part of the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab was that we need to switch over to green energy by 2030. And uh, the acolytes of the World Economic Forum are all pushing that narrative by 2030. We'll talk, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later on. That's Netherlands. Awesome. Yep. The Netherlands, the farmers are fighting back against lands being taken away from them. Good for them. And they didn't, say, they didn't stop at the city limits. They kept coming. And <laughs> it's, a small, it's a small country with a lot of farmers. And the farmers are not controlled by the big government. Well, so, no, and, and the thing about it is they're trying to restrict the kind of fertilizers they can use and, and a number of different things that are going to mm -hmm. absolutely hamstring farmers and food production and create a, a crisis. So right. the farmers now, are like, this is stupid. Have you, ever heard of, have you ever heard of nitrogen-causing problems? Uh, well, okay, so nitrogen runoff mm -hmm. uh, in, in waterways. Mm-hmm can cause a lot of algae problems and algae blooms and, and there mm -hmm. are some problems with that but I, i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you something as somebody who who understands agriculture mm -hmm. 
the amount of chemical that is actually used is no greater than the amount necessary. So what they've been able to do over the years with technology mm -hmm. is find a way to dose nitrogen mm. in a much more controlled manner. Instead of spreading nitrogen and P and K all over your field, what it does is mm -hmm. it delivers just the right amount where it's needed and no more. They do so, studies and they do mapping. So technology has really helped pull back that whole nitrogen pollution problem. Really? So there's no, Absolutely. in your opinion, and again, I'm deferring to you. Opinion. You have a little more expertise in this. I mean, I understand nitrogen. It's an important part of the, of the human biome too. But um, so there's no need to outlaw it or take people's land away from People no, that live in the no I, I don't. Think. I don't think there's a reason to outlaw it. I think that the, I think that you know you have to reasonably leverage technology and 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 definitely understand yeah. where wastewater goes and do some management uh, in order to preserve some of the waterways. And I think it can be a problem, but the farmers and and the implement manufacturers and and the crop scientists have all sat down, and they understand that nitrogen and overdose of nitrogen into the environment. Mm -hmm can be problematic. So, so farmers they, are smart and they can figure it out. Well, they're, they're really, yeah. Let the yeah. commercial market figure that out, but Ding. you do need to understand, and there does need to be some mitigation for some runoff and, and, and people do need to understand that there could be a little bit of challenge there. However, like I said, the farmers and the commercial implement manufacturers, the planter manufacturers, the fertilizer manufacturers, they've devised ways mm -hmm. to, better control the amount of night free nitrogen that that goes out into the wild mm. they use as little as as humanly possible excellent so so there is, you go it could be a problem and yeah. it does need to be controlled mm -hmm. but there are steps that have been taken so the dutch so, have got got it under control that's good i would think so they're but smart folks the government wants to take their land away and i think it was another nefarious reason according to the world economic forum for all those migrants that were coming into the area they were going to take their land and build houses so i think that's good for them to rise up now sri lanka just overthrew their government it's a mess <laughs> they however a pool, they threw a pool party at the prime minister's house. oh they did but the, here's the here's the real sad part sri lanka an island off of uh, india between india and pakistan um they had their money taken away they had their food taken away their natural gas was taken away so you just saw this uh, rather quick decline in the last year or so of a country that was doing extremely well to now a third world country. So yeah. one of the one of the facets of the World Economic Forum is to make you into a third world country. There's the example right there. So we need to be very careful. It doesn't happen here. France is demanding Macron to resign. Um, how he got voted back in, uh, I'm not even going to go there, but it, it raises a big question. Uh, Trudeau in Canada is being booed everywhere he goes. He's not welcome anywhere. Hmm. Um, and uh, the Chinese have hit the streets demanding access to their bank accounts because they locked down the bank. So if that doesn't tell you why it's important to make sure that you have some cash on hand, you got your finances under control, uh, understanding the, the world, you know, the, the, the steps that are going on. Yep. Devalue our currency. Well, eh. this is this is the big danger in the digital currency and the vaccine passport. They're they're tied together in China. Mm. If your if your program is red, you can't get your money. And they right. turned everybody red, so nobody can get money for a month. And then they said it was a glitch or something. They're working on it, but that's been for a uh -huh. month also. Uh huh. 
So uh-huh. I think the government is going to have a very angry populace on their hands, and, uh-huh. and that's a lot more um, than the communist numbers, if you look at numbers-wise. I think that the communist Chinese, uh, I, I think their gravy train is, I think they're in trouble. Mm. I think they really are. But still, yep. anyhow. So anyhow, we have some really, really uh, bad news. Yeah, uh, this hit me hard when it happened. It, yeah. It, I want to bring it back again just because everyone forgets about it, but it happened over a week ago. Yeah, Dr. Zabzalenko. Uh he was a really Pioneer. old pioneering experimental doctor who uh happened to be a Hasidic Jew. Mm-hmm. Uh he passed away. Uh he was like I believe he was like 48 years old. I mean, mm-hmm. when you looked at this man you're like that guy's 48. He looks like he's like an old rabbi at like 74. He must yeah. have had some really serious underlying health problems. He, some cancer. I know there was cancer going on, but he was using yeah. some meds that were helping him. He had a uh, he had a terminal illness and uh, yeah. and he made it four years, uh, which we needed him the most. During yeah, that he time. he was really bold and he saved uh, about sixty five hundred patients from COVID by using his the Zelenko protocol, yep. uh, which is you know uh, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, uh, cosequin, D three, uh, vitamin C, uh, azithromycin. Thank. Zinc, vitamin D, vitamin D, blah blah blah. Very easy yeah. stuff, uh, yep. and it and it wiped out uh, COVID in his patients. Um, Cures the flu, by the way. Yes, Everyone. it does. It really does. And mm-hmm. he traveled the country warning about the dangers of the mRNA shots. And, and and I hate to say it, we're starting to realize that there were some dangers to those shots that are you know um, the law of unintended consequences. First of all. The Pfizer data is out there, and people are starting to wrangle over it right now. Mm-hmm. First of all, Pfizer admitted that the first couple of shots didn't work at all, okay? Right. And the boosters didn't, nothing really worked. Now what you're seeing is birth rates are dropping, cancer, uh, stage four cancers are increasing. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of data to suggest that loading everybody with mRNA shots was probably not the greatest idea. That was a very bad idea, actually. Well, I'm just trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, moving, moving on. on. Yeah, definitely. inflation uh, is uh, been reported by the U.S. government and the uh, the uh, Treasury as being seven point nine percent. Now, I'm going to call BS. BS flag is out. And the real inflation rate is at approximately fifteen percent. And why do I say that? Because if you take into consideration how the government calculates the rate of inflation, which is how many more times you're actually paying for goods that we all know. Uh, they're not including the two big uh, budget items in all of our budgets. Uh, alpha, if I said food and gasoline, were not included with gasoline and energy uh, costs were not included in that, that inflation factor. We're actually back to the rates of inflation that we had back in the 70s. I think higher, maybe. Um, mm. and, and food yep. is not in that equation either. No, they, they don't include it. And that's why I'm saying that that 15% number yes. is including that. Um, the, the stated number is about 7.9%. We we think and, and sources lead us to believe mm-hmm. uh, through their vast knowledge of economics that we don't possess necessarily yep. that the real number you know with the energy costs uh, food costs etc is about 15 percent or or even a bit more right. uh, that's really shocking right now as another thing we all know that currency 
uh, in the United States, uh, the dollar has uh, the words Federal Reserve note written on it. This is not based by gold. This is based by faith. Uh, this is based on oil. Uh, it was the it was the it's based on GDP. It's based right. on oil. It's based on the full faith and credit of the United States of America. And it's a centralized currency that the world is basing on. And what you're seeing right now is that system is cracking. And right. the faith in the fiat currency. And what I'm talking about fiat currency, I'm talking about central based currencies. All right. Yes. And you see the Treasury and the Fed, the Federal Reserve wanting to move towards this electronic way that like china does now china let's just talk about china for a second they've introduced their own centralized chinese electronic currency yep. and what you're seeing right now is you cannot access it if your social credit score which comes back to the world economic forum and goes back to their 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 gospel i guess is what you want to call it of controlling uh people and the money that you have to buy things they can tell you what you can buy and you can't buy and this is happening in china now i, I gotta warn everyone it's coming here if we don't stop it from coming here we're going to lose control of our money uh where they want to get away from paper currency and they want to go right to a centralized digital currency on the blockchain which is not the same as as um bitcoin and those other decentralized currencies now if you're interested in this kind of stuff uh, I would put, I would say, uh, seek out uh, the internet as your your tool for learning. Uh, seek out some some. I watched some videos on YouTube. Uh, listen to Dan Bongino. He talks about this on his show. I think it's all very interesting. But Alpha, we need to start watching this. We need to start waking up. Yeah, this is the the what's happening in China right now is really the is really the precursor for what's going to happen here because it seems like the uh, radical left follow the pathway of the Chinese. Mm-hmm. insane so anyhow uh moving along you know that's something to keep an eye on president trump was up in alaska for a rally over the weekend mm. and yet again filled the house turned people away what do you have fifty thousand people in alaska yes. in alaska they all came from everywhere in alaska it was a long trip long trip everything in alaska is a long trip i think the uh the airports are full with all the people that came well Those everybody has a plane in alaska right. because you need to go to the grocery store get in your bush plane <laughs> It's, no, it's no joke. I, I know. That's it's a great it's a great state. I've been there. My brother was uh, stationed there in the Air Force in Anchorage. Uh, played golf uh, in the middle of the night. Pretty darn cool, let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the state, the people are um, being uh, strangled. Well, yes, by Murkowski, the, the oh. senator, the so-called senator from Alaska. Hey, on a good day, a loaf of bread up there is seven dollars. Imagine right. what it is now. They're getting strangled. It's well, terrible. and everything that they run is run on uh, petroleum, you know, generators and all this stuff. They don't have a power grid out there, man. You've got to go buy diesel. That's right. They, and you got to have it shipped in, and it's very expensive. Yep. Everything's expensive. So uh, they have a, uh, President Trump went, uh, they have a primary coming up. Uh, Chewbacca is running against Murkowski for the Senate seat that's opening up. Murkowski's been there for 20 something years. Her father was there for another 20 something years. And Murkowski is the sellout in the Senate when it comes to Republicans. Um, she's so terrible. So she's, um, she's so terrible. Yes, she is horrendously terrible. Oh, terrible. So, terrible. We'll see what happens. Yep. So, so uh, and oh, Sarah Palin's back too, by the way. So I love her, I love her so much. Yep. 
So I saw, her, I, saw her per, I saw her in person when she was running for uh, vice president with uh, with what's his name there. Yes. Yeah. What's his name? McCain. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. the uh, traitor. Traitor. Yeah. I was trying to find the right word. Terrible. Barring Terrible. His, mili- yeah, his military service is one thing, but he came back a bitter old man and he wanted revenge. And he wanted some glory and he took it to the wrong direction. His daughter is yeah, no help either. No, she's yeah. Well, that's anyway. Well, anyhow, so Twitter. Mm, Mentioned it in, in the opening. Yeah, you know Twitter. Twitter's Twitter's really interesting. Elon Musk said, "Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, stop right here because you know you're not providing me the information I need to make a proper business decision, and you won't reveal to me how many accounts are really real. So mm. it's hard for me to determine if the 44 billion I'm going to give you is really worth it." Mm-hmm. And now Twitter's like, oh, you can't do that. We're going to sue you. Okay, cool. Uh, what happens when they get to discovery? I mean, sure, there's a bitter pill. I mean, there's a suicide pill built in there yeah. uh, for Elon to have to pay a billion dollars to bail out of the deal. Okay, great. You know what? That's fine. Um, but wait till they get to court mm. and discovery happens and they're forced uh, under you know uh, penalty of perjury to go ahead and and reveal uh the actual number of real accounts and they're going to go through and do an audit and they can order an audit and they can get that taken care of um i think that twitter really miscalculated here Mm -hmm. uh the power that he had over them uh under the law and everyone's running around saying see twitter won you know blah blah no they didn't win twitter Mm -hmm. did not win no Uh, this is i i gotta be honest with you alpha i believe uh, not only is this a dumpster fire, it's turned into a 12 alarm structure fire, which is going out of control, basically. Oh, yeah. Um, Twitter is not is not what it claims to be, in my opinion. Uh, it also uh, the the amount of the amount of uh, influence by the U.S. government, because, you know, supposedly, we you know, we have the First Amendment. The way I say that is because people are being canceled. People are having. uh their their works being you know taken away from them because they don't toe the company line on you know they have draconian speech um policies that oh yeah uh, that are happening in in all kinds of places especially in new york i mean they do it all over the place but i think it's an ngo for for the government it's a non-governmental uh organization well that they, they need to be they need to be very afraid that that's going to be revealed it's going to be revealed, in my opinion, and that is why you're seeing this flip-flopping on Twitter. That they're trying to hide something, and that goes along with everything going on right now. The transparency that everyone's claiming is happening is not happening. The transparency we saw during the Trump administration has gone in a full reverse direction uh, after Biden took over, right? And that's where I'm seeing it personally. Well, we got to move along here. We got a lot to cover. So Twitter, keep an eye on it. Could be interesting. So getting uh, moving on to talk about Biden. Uh, I think there's a change of batter coming. Uh, And the and the press is beginning to turn on Biden. Look at the New York Times. Yes, they're calling him inept. They're calling him old. They're calling him all kinds of things. You know, he says he's going to run, but they're all saying, I don't think so. This is all uh, um, in my opinion. This is my opinion. Uh, and, and reading the tea leaves, uh, the fact that Biden is 
got Alzheimer's. I haven't examined him to say this, but this is just the way he's acting. Well, he's he's definitely got some mental order disorder. There's there's some kind of deficit going on. He, he doesn't. We have, to, we have to remember that he was diagnosed in 2012, 2012, 10 years ago, with early onset dementia. That's correct. He was diagnosed with that in that's 2012. Right. Do you think that's gotten any better? No, it never think. gets better. So no, no, no. no. So the, this whole, you know, some people are saying it's a sham. It's that now look, I, I, I haven't, I haven't examined him, but he's got some, some telltale signs that I'm seeing that are concerning either way. The, the current, the current apparatchiks want him out and they're finding ways to get rid of him, and they're going to pull something on him, illness, health, 25th amendment, or, you know, or he just resigns, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, they need him out, but you know, Hey, listen, uh, there's something big happened the other day. Also, uh, the Wisconsin Supreme court ruled that voter drop boxes are unconstitutional. Huge. That is huge. That is a huge deal. Uh, that's not going to help in the midterms for the Democrats, uh, anywhere that might be a, a, a swing state. It's mm -hmm. not going to help, uh, because they can't, they can't use drop boxes anymore. Uh, it's going to be bad for them. Uh, you know, some people will sit there and argue with us. Well, the 2020 election was fair. Well, I'll say that President Biden is sitting in the White House and former President Trump is not. Um, was it fair? I, I'm, the evidence would lead one to believe that there was a lot of funny business that went on there. So, hey, there's movies out there that show some evidence. Uh, I've had people argue with me. Uh, that's all baloney, but they haven't gotten through the whole movie to actually watch it and come to that yeah. conclusion. So until you watch it, let me know. Uh, here's here's the here's the big thing. When you have an overall feeling or perception that the election was not fair, or was not run properly, and we all know about damage control, we all know and remember what it was like for companies to to want your business so badly. That they would, oh, don't leave. Let's sit down. Let's talk about this. And they, they say, okay, okay, uh, you know, we're gonna and take the loss to 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 allow for an honest dialogue. And and you know, we were very quick to forgive. Uh, we're not seeing that anymore. They're doubling down on what I say, doubling down on stupid. They just continue to to hold this mantra, Alpha, and it's it's shocking. You know, well, what, just what just thinking. just remember, if you question the results of an election, you know, you're you're undermining the Constitution and you're a threat to democracy. As I recall, the Democrats argue about every election. That's right. A.C. Abrams is the governor of Georgia, isn't she? No. According to her, she is. According she, to her, she is. She's undermining democracy. Okay. Right. Moving along. So this is something that Bravo's really passionate about, and we'll talk yeah. about it a little bit later here. Um, you know, there. The, <laughs> There was a study that just came out showing that uh, you took the entire population of the world and set them three feet across. They take up the space of the West Coast. That's it. Whole population of the world, everyone. That's it. We got so, lots of room on this planet. Yeah, right? there's no climate crisis. It's only a sham. That's right. My Who's opinion. getting, you know, people are getting rich on it. We're going to talk more about that in a little bit. So we mm -hmm. need to just keep that in mind. Now, there's a really weird thing that not a lot of people know about and, and not a lot of people knew about until last week. Because the mainstream media is deciding to let you know what they think you should know. Right. Hmm. And a lot of people, you know, didn't know that these things existed until, you know, a few days ago. Mm -hmm. There's a monument that was built in 1980. It was started a little bit before then. It was funded by 
very strange under very strange circumstances mm -hmm. uh, called the Georgia Guidestones. Right. There are four tablets in all the Earth's languages uh, that were erected in uh, northern Georgia. Right. Yep. Some people think it's like the globalist, uh, you know, doctrine, doctrine yeah. you know, anti-religion. Uh, they profess the population should only be 500 billion people on the face of the earth. Uh, and the other six billion should be disposed of. And there is no God. It's only man's dominion and blah, blah, blah. Uh, somebody took it upon themselves <laughs> to go ahead and to control alt delete. <laughs> With explosives. Yeah, they blew it up. Uh, they they did so much damage to these uh, big granite stones that they had, had to bring them all down. They had to demolish them. They were unsafe. They didn't yep. want anybody to get killed. And this is not like a small monument. No, 293,000 pounds. Yeah, that's like a lot of granite. Yeah. Uh, so it's, there's, there are stories about it on the Internet. Uh, I'll try to find, I'll try to find uh, a link to a documentary that was done on it where they interviewed the Actually, people that did it. And actually, and I'll, uh, I'll put it out on Telegram. Check out uh, on Rumble. You go to MG Show, uh, the MG Show. Um, two gentlemen that have been doing this for four years. Uh, similar beginnings to us, Alpha, just to get the truth out there. Um, they go. They they went through. They actually found the documentary that talked about these, and and he, they went through it. I watched it. Mm -hmm. and it was all the history of the the Georgia Guidestones. So very creepy. MG Show. It's very creepy. I'm rumble. So moving along, uh, this one's you. All right. Well, in our uh, in my uh, firefighting days and still today, uh, second natural gas plant explodes in uh, Oklahoma, and that was uh, two. You know, th that's the second in two weeks. Uh, are, are they trying to take out the gas supply for us, the Europeans? Are they trying to raise the cost so that it goes through the roof? Um, or was it I, just, or was it with just mice with matches? Or yeah, or is it just? Uh, we talked about it the last time uh, where people are looking to, you know, they 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 don't know how to work on these things, and the the maintenance was overlooked, and something blew up because the work stoppage. Who knows? Uh, another another gas thing blew up. Well, moving on to our, our... <laughs> coincidence or uh, conspiracy theory, you you figure it out. All right. So moving along, you know the last last of the quick hits here. We we all know that the you know there's a there's a dude out there named Hunter Biden, and he and he showed up in the Rose Garden for a, a thing here last week, and that's the first time he showed his face around in a long time. Uh, mm. There's a there's a source out there, a guy named David Ruffel. On July 11th, he wrote an article about possible federal prosecution charges looming for Hunter Biden as text and video surface. One can analyze an uh, analyze a uh, website called Analyzing America. We're going to go ahead and put that source in the in the show notes for you. Uh, basically, what happened was is there's a group out there, and I'm sure people have heard of them. They pull pranks on the world, and sometimes they're funny, sometimes they're not so funny. Uh, it's a group of hackers. It's a hacker community called 4chan. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of like good guys, bad guys. They're like the bad guys you like to like. You mm -hmm. know, um, sometimes they do good things, and other times they're just just naughty, right? Yes, yes. They got a hold of uh, Hunter's um, iCloud account. iCloud account, and they started uh, leaking uh, videos of him weighing out twenty one grams of crack and 
with hookers and and there are some very controversial pictures out there with what uh some people might think are could possibly potentially be underage young ladies um we're talking under 18 mm. uh so there there are some serious serious problems with this yes. guy and uh the justice department uh, we knew that there were some people looking into this they need to step on the gas pedal and get this done um, um if, i don't hope don't, that. i don't think they will <laughs> I, I, I don't hold out any hope that any justice will be done as far as this guy goes. You right. know, I, I think we all understand. Um, Miranda, Divine, you know? Miranda Devine wrote a great book called uh, Laptop from Hell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you need to read it, listen to it, get it on Audible, whatever. Um, you can't believe the crap that this kid's into. Um, yeah. And some of the stuff that he's pulled. And don't think his dad didn't know about it. So, you know, you've got you got a kid here that's that the entire world's got blackmail material on this kid. Uh, and if you don't think that they have compromising material on Joe Biden, you know, um, I think you're mistaken. So yep. I, I don't under, I don't understand the way things are going, but anyhow, moving along. So yes, move along. yeah, we, we spent enough time on the quick hits. We're not so quick today. Well, there's a lot of them. I mean, you oh, go there's from, a lot of stuff going on you Go from one to the other and uh, that's what happens. So, yeah, maybe we can just make an entire show out of stuff that people have forgotten all about. Yep. So moving on to the next uh, block here, we're going to talk about the Gateway Pundit and the story that they just came out with on their website yesterday, talking about the uh, shining the light on the FBI's role during the, quote, insurrection, unquote. Now, uh, let's, let's go through this uh, for a second here. So the J, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it the J6 Unselect Committee is a farce, and the Gateway Pundit has uh, actually got the goods to show it. Uh, the Proud Boys were infiltrated by the FBI. There's documents, texts to show this in the story in the article, uh, and there's uh, there were doors and gates and fences that were opened to uh, snare the Trump supporters and right. and entrap them. Uh, we have the link in the show notes. Please read the article. Uh, yes. We're showing you articles and we're getting giving you the information. We always claim, don't take my word for it. You go find out and let us know. Uh, that's where I came yeah. up with the story. Well, there are some sources out there that also say that the the Proud Boys were involved in pulling people out of the Capitol building. Yes. There was some yeah. documentation that was leaked to that effect as well. But. Unfortunately, Liz Cheney is continuing to double down on the stupid uh, card and uh, the process, uh, due process is being ignored. All right. And in other words, going through an investigation, finding out the facts, bringing it out. Um, they seem to be skipping the whole due process. And here's what specifically what I talk about due process. No cross examinations going on in, this, in these committees at all. The adversarial process that we know is the court. Uh, system in our country is being ignored. You are guilty until proven innocent, which we all know is supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. No adherence to the U.S. Constitution at all. So we have government work, uh, government representatives. I'm not calling them leaders; they're representatives because they they're not leading at all. And they're they've taken the system and they've they've made it into their uh, own. Uh, 
Star Chamber, I guess yeah, the best way Star to put it, or they, communist, they've, they've, communist. They've so perverted what this is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's it's not it's not even close. And and the people that are that are testifying this this girl, what's her what's her name? Uh, uh, the one so that said, significant, I forgot. I gotta be yeah, what's her name? I can't remember the one that claims that Trump Trump jumped through the window in the in the limo yeah. to take control of the wheel of the the limousine. Yeah, she she's that, she's a worker for um, Meadows for Mark Meadows. Yeah, um, well, I got news for you. She's she, you know, un, in, in under a real circumstance of where perjury really is a possibility for mm-hmm. somebody that would lie under us, she'd be behind bars. Right. Uh, so it's, it's disgusting. Moving, you know, so let's 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 call it the way. This is where I'm going to call it right here. It is clear to me, and I'm, I'm not sure what you think about Alpha, but I'm going to say it: the Marxist Dems. Do not want President Trump to run again. Oh, and I, that's their stated goal. And not only do they want him to run again, they feel that if they can get him indicted or arrested, that that will make everyone stop and say, "Oh no, you know, President Trump's bad," and everyone that's associated with him is bad, and it'll bring the whole system uh, down. Even yeah. Alex Jones, uh, you know, and I hate, I hope he's wrong on this one. Really do because he's always right sometimes, Jeez. right? But this is going to be the October surprise for 2022 and that they, the Dems will arrest Trump. How they're going to do it, I have no idea. But it's clear to me that Dems will not stop until they have complete and total control of us. Well, wait a minute. Hold on a minute here. Okay, yeah. so, you know, what, 79 or 80 million people voted for Donald Trump, right? Something yep. like that along those lines? Yep. 79 million, whatever. Okay. If they do that, mm-hmm. these people are maniacs, first of all. Mm-hmm. They're evil maniacs. If they do that, that's really a serious problem. It's totally serious. They're serious. using the full force and effect of a sham, like yep. the two impeachments, mm-hmm. to go ahead and try to put a former sitting president in prison for something he had nothing to do with, all based on a fabrication, mm-hmm. uh, where the only person that was killed was uh, Ashley Babbitt. That's right, uh, and a so, woman that was beaten uh, by the police. Right. So There's video okay. for that too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so there you go. Now they talk about an insurrection. What they're doing is, by definition, a coup mm-hmm. or an insurrection. So they better. Be very careful because there are certain elements of people in this country that might not take too kindly to that. However, Alpha, when you say that, I, I'm gonna we're also gonna call this one out too. The Dems are desperate, and it's it's showing they are desperate to hold on to the power that they have now. Well, they have to. They have to. Yeah. They absolutely have to because they've committed so many uh, acts of malfeasance over the past few years mm-hmm. that if they lose control, they're really gonna lose control. Right. So as here on the Signal 50 podcast and what we're shown as examples by Dan Bongino, let's give you some solutions based on what we're bringing up here right now. These are solutions that I and you, I know Alpha is doing right now. Get out and vote in the primaries and the general election. Just do it. Yes. Okay? Your vote does count. Find out how to register people to vote or stand at a gas station with voter registration cards. And even if they're registered, get them to flip to Republican. So the vote does count when, when, this is very important, you get involved with the election process, all right? So 
work the polls, you see something, you say something. Uh, there's the precinct strategy by Dan Schultz. I strongly recommend you go to that site. We have, we have it in the so we, we have, have it in the notes. We have yeah. that link permanently, permanently attached to the show notes in every show. That's right, because the precinct strategy does work, and I've seen it in action. And I, I shared with you on the last show my personal experience with New York, and I couldn't really find anything going on, which is fine. That's what I want to see happen. I know that the vote worked. Great. But I'm in New York, and you can predict where it's going to go anyway. But that's a that's a whole other sociology lesson. Not so fast. We're going to, as we get closer to the midterms, we're going to start, we're going to sit down, we're going to sit down with a map with the candidates and and, and suss out who the candidates are. And we're going to, we're going to start making, you know, we're going to start wargaming it ourselves. And we're going to take, mm -hmm. we're going to put the map up and we're going to take a look. Yeah. Now, that's where we get into vet the candidate you're voting for. Now, like you go and buy a car, like you buy a house, like you're looking for a wife or a husband, like you're looking, for, you know, like you're looking to buy a major purchase, like we talked about with cars. Do your due diligence. And here's what I'm going to recommend. And this is what I'm practicing. And I know Alpha is too. No rhinos. None. No one. If they don't toe the line that needs to get done and take care of us, the people, they're not getting my vote. No Dems. Hey, leftists, I'm not going to argue with you. I know that's not going to happen. To my liberal friends, I want you to seriously, seriously think about what you're doing and stop voting on tradition and start voting on facts. Do your own work. Do your own diligence. We'll be here to help you. But don't vote for Dems. They are a problem, not a solution. And everything, this comes right down to Dan Bongino, who gets credit and the hat tip for this, the do matters, and we're going to be doing it for you. Yep, we're out there. We're doing it. I'm knocking what on I mean, doors. I'm, you? Yeah, I'm sorry. Let me just I'm, clarify. The do matters, and we're going to do it. We're going to help you do it for yourselves and ourselves also. Get involved. Go out and get involved. All right, we got to move along. We got a lot yep. of show here left. <laughs> a lot of show left. A lot of material to cover. Okay, so uh, some time ago we talked about uh, some of the malfeasance in Loudoun County, Virginia, in the mm -hmm. school system in Loudoun County, Virginia, where there was a, a 15 year old young man that liked to dress as a girl who turned into a sexual predator and raped a girl in uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas School, uh, was covered up and transferred to another school where he did the same thing in a girl's bathroom. He's been charged with sodomy uh, and sexual assault of uh, two underage girls, blah, 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 uh, charged uh, in a, in a as a juvenile, unfortunately. Uh, but they charge him in school. The schools tried to cover this whole thing up. Unbelievable. Okay? Unbelievable. So we have a, a, a bit of news out of Loudoun County, Virginia. We're going to talk about it after we go through this. All right. Stand by. They, they, hold on. Hold on. All right. Go ahead. So Sorry. what happened was the school board um, is in a battle with the uh, attorney general of the state of Virginia. Mm -hmm. The attorney general of the state of Virginia wanted to take everything that was surrounding this to a grand jury, a special grand jury. And the school board filed an injunction with the courts. And the judge was like, yeah, nope. <laughs> so I want you to work with listening on audio it's it's a listening type arrangement but you'll we're going to play a piece of video for you go ahead bravo right, there's the cue i almost missed it sorry and, and hit play on that got it 
New at 6, a Loudoun County Circuit Court will not stop a special grand jury from investigating how the Loudoun County School Board handled two different sexual assault cases. Both cases involved the same student suspect. And our Stephanie Ramirez is live in Leesburg with the latest. Stephanie? Rob, it was the Loudoun County School Board that filed for this injunction trying to stop the special grand jury. An attorney arguing that the, the grand jury here does not have the authority. An attorney, or working, an assistant, I should say, attorney general, working on the case today said in court that the school board is not above the law. The judge today giving that special grand jury a green light to keep working. I'm very thankful that it, it played out the way it did today. You know, um, we need the special grand jury to do their due diligence and, and do the work that needs to be done in order for justice to be upheld. They didn't do their job. They didn't protect our daughter. They delayed our daughter to receive the help that she needed. She needed to have help immediately. And that is the mother of the Stonebridge High School victim speaking after today's ruling on the grand jury. The Loudoun County judge also ruled today to keep the hearing open to the public. And Assistant Attorney General said that they made the request out of an abundance of caution because grand jury proceedings are normally private. The AG's office issued a statement later this afternoon calling today's ruling a win for parents and students across the Commonwealth. The special grand jury is investigating how the school board handled a serious sexual assault at Stonebridge. Bridge High School last year, where the student suspected of rape was still allowed to attend school, enrolling in Broad Run High School, where the student is accused of sexually assaulting a second teenage girl. Now, we saw frustrations explode during school board meetings last year. Parents wanting transparency on the school board investigation. It is a matter that the Virginia governor ran on for his election, and it's his executive order that allowed this special grand jury to convene. Rob? And Stephanie, uh, when you spoke to Jessica Smith's husband back on Friday, that he ended up siding in favor of the closing of the hearing. How does he feel about it now? He still feels the same, and I spoke with Jessica afterward, who said that she agrees, and their concern was that they were afraid that the prosecutors might be limited in how or what they could argue in court if it's connected to the grand jury, uh, and if it has to be kept secret when the courtroom is open to the public. Uh, now, we did also see some other folks in the courtroom today with signs and protests calling for the court proceedings to be open to the public. They were also there in support of the Loudoun County School Board members involved saying everyone is innocent until proven guilty. The school board spokesperson issued a statement thanking the court for its handlings today on these complex matters. No word yet, though, if they are going to appeal today's decision. Back to you. All right, Stephanie Mears and Leesburg. Stephanie, thank Whoa. Somebody's in trouble. Well, you know, it's interesting for the process. Again, and we talked about due process and how important it is. What I'm what I'm taking away from this is the school board does wants to keep it quiet and under the rug, and finally someone is showing the light on this. And kudos to the attorney general of Loudoun County to pursue this and pursue the school board. For a long time, mm. school boards have been pretty much no. been dictators in the way things run. Well, and, it, uh, it's not necessarily it's not necessarily Loudoun County uh, State's Attorney's Office. It's the the Attorney General of the State of Virginia. I misspoke. Office. I'm sorry. So it's you know the 
well, so this was taken was, over by them, right? Is that well, this was a campaign promise made by uh, Yunkin, um, uh-huh. and and he's fulfilling it uh-huh. uh, because let me let me ask a question. All right, so mm-hmm. your kid goes to a school, yep, and say he brings a pocket knife to school. Mm. What happens to the kid? Goes to the principal's office. Principal says you shouldn't have done that. Calls You're the parent. Expelled. Suspends You're him. Expelled. You're gone. You're expelled gone. him or suspends him? Expelled. Expulsion. Okay. Zero tolerance. Gone. Right. Gone. You're expelled. Uh, at least in the school district here where I live, mm-hmm. you bring a weapon to school of any kind of what they classify as a weapon, you're expelled. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess it's okay if you're a cross-dressing 15-year-old kid with a gender identity issue to wear a dress to school to be a sexual predator, pulls a girl into a bathroom, he got charged with kidnapping, sodomy, a bunch of different things, and rapes a kid. And then they said, oh, you know, we feel bad because you're like a transsexual person, so we're just going to send you to another school where he did it again. Oh, unbelievable. That's the story. That's that's the bottom line. Instead of just taking this kid and turning it over to the police like they should have in the first place, Mm -hmm. uh, they they tried to handle it internally and said, well, you know, the school can handle it. Blah blah. blah. They transferred it out and they didn't really do much with law enforcement. Wow. That's a real serious problem. It is. Okay, so we need to have a bigger discussion here Mm -hmm. about how the schools are now integrating with the police. Mm. Okay, so what do grand? Or we'll get to that in a second. But what do grand juries do? Grand juries are impaneled by. Uh, I've I've actually served on a grand jury, so this is where I get my experience from. Right. What What's uh, the purpose of a grand jury? Just to, to hand out indictments, basically. Right. And, and they, they listen. They, it's not a regular court. I just want to explain this. It's not like a jury sitting in a courtroom and you hear both sides. And basically, the prosecution will present what evidence they have. And then the grand jury acts as a stopgap uh, to just indicting everybody, which I'd like to see it get back to that. Um, but that's where the indictments are handed down. And it's usually a confidential closed door session. And the yeah, jurors are never allowed to talk about what happened. This is a little little different how they're, they're going to yeah. proceed here. I, I think I, I have feelings on it. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm not sure it should be a public uh, grand jury. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, there's been so much malfeasance uh, in Loudoun County by the mm-hmm. school district, by the state's attorney's office, by the police, by everybody involved. I think that the, everybody needs a little openness here because a 15 year old mm-hmm. kid raped uh, two little girls in, right. in school, in the school bathroom. So that's a real serious problem. Grand juries, the bottom line is a grand jury is impaneled where the prosecution presents evidence uh, that coincide with a crime, a criminal mm-hmm. act. Yeah. Now, I want to know, and it's going to be really interesting to watch, who gets indicted. Mm. My advice to the Loudoun County School Board, the, the principal there, and everybody that was involved in shuffling this kid around, get a good lawyer. Superintendent. Go, yeah. Superintendent. You better lawyer up. Because they're coming for you. And this nonsense of schools covering up criminal activity within its four walls and trying to play judge, jury, and executioner are over. Mm. So here's here's another observation I want to bring up, Alpha, is the fact that what you're seeing here is the first time in a long time that I see any accountability whatsoever of the system. And... Why is it the school board fought the the charges, you know, or the process itself, due process? We talked about this earlier. The due process was never followed, 
and the school board took it upon themselves to come up with their own process. And I think what happened is it got away from them and huh. it, and it, it definitely, you know, they, they couldn't control it, but they were so concerned about the public image and then utilizing trans best, uh, excuse me, uh, transgender issues as a cudgel to enforce the fact that they need to keep this quiet was a huge avalanche. It just got out of control. And finally there's some accountability and the light is being shown on this. So, well, you got, you got Yunkin gets elected. Uh, he hires a new, uh, state's attorney, a new mm -hmm. attorney general for the state of Virginia. Uh, the attorney for the state of Virginia on the campaign trail, they knew this was an issue in Loudoun County. Mm -hmm. They knew Loudoun County was a problem. We've talked about Loudoun County sure. before. Yeah, yeah. You are, you've got some very progressive prosecutors who like to play politics and favorites, okay, mm -hmm. with certain protected groups, okay? So on the campaign trail, Yunkin said, we're going to look into this. Mm -hmm. Because it hit the news. Uh, one of the parents that was involved spoke up at a school board meeting, and, and the Loudoun County Sheriff, they hauled him out of there. They arrested him. Right for raising issue with the school board. Now, this hit the news. This was major news, and nothing was done. And, and, and it, it was just people were simmering, seething mad. You send your kid to school. You put these people in charge of your children. They're in charge of the, the health, safety, and well-being of your children. And there are rules that need to be followed. They, they publish the rules, zero tolerance, this, that, and the other thing. But they go ahead and they just shuffle a sec somebody who raped a child in a school building instead of immediately turning him over to the police, which they should have done. Mm. They just decided, oh, well, you know, he needs to wear a skirt because he's got gender identity issues. So we're just going to send him to another school. He commits another felony. Mm -hmm. Well, series of felonies, actually. I mean, the kid's charged with... I think four or five felonies per occurrence. Okay. And, and you don't do anything about it. And the only way it gets the light of day is when the media got involved and it became an issue. They campaigned on this. They're fulfilling that promise to go ahead and look at this. You mm -hmm. place on a large amount of trust in somebody else to protect your children. When you send right. them off to school, they are not, they have not earned any level of trust from any of those parents in Loudoun County. As far as I'm concerned, they all need to be indicted and yes. fired and take their pensions away. Mm -hmm. Get get gone. Good riddance. Yep. You sacrificed political ideals. You sacrificed two little girls for your mm -hmm. progressive agenda on transgenderism. Yes. You got to go. Exactly. If that were my kid, it'd be a really bad scene. Mm-hmm just like it would be yours, anybody else who's reasonable, okay? That's right. Now, let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk about how the police integrate with the schools. The police are not allowed to enter the schools here where I live anymore. Mm. They took all the school resource officers out, defund police. That puts the blinders on the police department as to what's going on in the schools. Unbelievable. Okay, so you get a kid who commits uh, first degree premeditated assault right around the corner from my house. It beats the crap out of one of the neighborhood kids. Mm -hmm. They're walking out of school. School's over, beats the crap out of the kid. We know who the kids are, blah, blah, blah. We go to the police. You know what the police say? We can't do anything to the kid without the schools. Unbelievable. Uh, excuse me? Yeah. So, yeah. 
What role do the schools have in a criminal incident that happens after school hours? Zero. Zilch. Zilch. None. That was an act committed on private property, not public property. Mm. The schools are not in direct and reasonable control of those children. They came here. They committed a crime, a numerous crimes in our neighborhood, by the way. Push-ins and all sorts of other crazy shit. So you wonder why they, so you wonder why they're pushing for people to pull their kids out of school. Well, that's the only way you can defend them. Yeah. These progressive administrators just aren't seeing the light of day. Nope. They're they're just not, not, they're not getting it. And, and I'm going to tell you something. These people are all going to be held individually accountable. They better lawyer up Mm -hmm. real well, or don't get a lawyer, be cocky. And, yep. and see how it goes for you. I, I wish them all the best. May, may fortune forever be in your favor. <laughs> Moving along, there's a lot more to talk about yet. So let's get into uh, some opinions on what's going on with this green energy. I, I believe it's a farce and it's a prescription uh, for the demise and the end of prosperity here in the United States. That's my, that's my theory. Let's go through it a little bit. And uh, Alf and I have a little bit different thought on, well, we kind of think the same. Uh, I've been accused of being an academic, and I came from that world. And uh, give you a little example of why they talk too much. Anyway, uh, it seems that uh, states like California and New York are being led by radicals, uh, Marxist radicals that have no common sense. And these policies, where they rely upon solar and wind, uh, is a poor policy, in my opinion. The um, and the uh, the choice is based on what I consider tr- uh, shoddy data. So let me go through some of the data points here. Solar is found to be 17% effective in New York, maybe a little more effective in California because you have more sunlight and cloudy days versus non-cloudy days, but that's not 100%. And that's not a reliable uh, power source, in my opinion. Now, wind needs a five to six mile an hour wind to be uh, 10% effective all the time. Alpha, it's just ridiculous. In my opinion, alternative energy is not the bargain that everyone uh, seems to think it is. No, no, there's no there there's no economy in alternative energy sources. You know, solar and wind uh, are are incredibly expensive, right? And they're not efficient, right? Yep. The only and, one that is is hydro, but that's another story altogether. So we'll move along. You know, they, they have, windmills, windmills specifically create a lot of waste. They have they use all kinds of petroleum products, use a lot of plastics and hydrocarbons in their massive effort to to erect wind farms and need a lot. You know, you talk about carbon footprint, which I think is just garbage to begin with. It's just another way to get people on the, the bandwagon. Uh, but uh, they also use a lot of uh, rare earth minerals and elements that are extremely dirty for the environment and destructive. And I'm talking about solar panels and wind farms. That's, um, and, and guess where all that infrastructure is, is uh, found? China and Afghanistan. That's right. So if, you, if anyone has any concerns that Biden is in the tank for China, well, there's another reason to, to kind of get your, get your uh, head on a swivel for it. Now, the proponents for to continue to double down on the stupid idea of clean energy uh, as a uh, mandate uh, without the ability uh, to do so uh, is the, it, it basically it's uh, to strangle the petrol production and our energy uh, uh, needs is a forcing function 
to shut down oil production, to shut down natural gas production, to shut down, um, and, and it started to make uh, a policy that would fund solar and wind as the only way to go where they ignore nuclear power plants, which are 100% clean and 100% all the time. Uh, they're not building any refineries any longer. The infrastructure is cracking and falling apart. And the fertilizers, which come from the petro uh, uh, industry uh, that we need to grow food with, and you mentioned that earlier, Alpha, how it's important to use it sparingly when you need it, and we have the ways to do it. They're pushing this organic farming, which I got to tell you, nitrogen is part of organic chemistry, everyone. So yes. this organic stuff is is just a farce also. And, the, and overall, there's no data to support any of this. Nothing. Okay. Now, we continue, uh, we're continuing to the end of the world scenario. And if green energy is not, is not embraced, we're going to, we're going to, we're all going to die. 12 and, years. We have, AOC says we have 12 years left. Yeah. Or and maybe remember, 11. I don't know. World Economic Forum Alpha 2030 is their day. They got to get this all in place because they need control over us. The narrative is getting old. The midterms are important for so many more reasons, but we need to get rid of green energy now. That's that's my opinion. That's my theory. Alpha, you have a little bit different take on it. Right. And uh, when you get into the uh, academic thinkings of this, <laughs> uh, I agree with you. But to get there, I'm, I'm looking at the facts here that just don't comport to right. what they're doing. My 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 my, my uh, esteemed colleague. <laughs> Bravo here is, 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 is a terminal academic, <laughs> which is, which is great. I love you, man. I do. I, I love uh, that. Let's just, let's just, let's just, let's just put it to you this way. Uh, that's, that's a long way of getting to, to, to the following, right? So you've got an administration here and, and the rest of the world in, and if you buy into the world economic forum and what they're up to is the Klaus Schwab people and all those idiots, they just decided one day to wake up and say, yeah, we're going to uh, alternative energy. Yeah, with no with with no plan to get there, right? Right. Uh, and and you need to go buy an electric car. Uh, okay. No, 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 no. Doesn't work that way. Um, they skipped. You know, it's like going from A to Z. You know, you start at A, where we are, when the, based on a petrol economy, and Z is you know the utopia of the broccoli powered car. Okay, mm -hmm. and we skipped everything in the middle okay what i propose and i'm not i'm not opposed to looking at other ways of powering our future i am mm -hmm. not i'm not a luddite i'm not that guy if there's a cleaner better safer more ecologically friendly way to do it and oil production's not terribly unfriendly nuclear power is the friendliest way to do it so we mm -hmm. have some solutions here we need to fund research as a, a step. This has to be an iterative process moving forward to go ahead and understand how to get from A to Z without skipping steps. I mean, it's what, like trying to get to the moon without researching how to get there. Yeah, without knowing how to do trigonometry or math. Okay, ah. it's like, yeah, we're going to build a rocket and we're going to see what happens. Okay, <laughs> that's not how this works. Right. Okay. We skip some steps. Hmm. And because I think, I think the reason we, well, we didn't skip steps. I think these people are just not that bright. Um, 
they would have done this four years ago had they had the opportunity. Well, they're also using it as a narrative alpha. I got of course, let's they just, are. Let's just oh, the, the world's ending and you're going to pollute the environment and whatever. We're turning the frogs gay and all this other stuff. So it's it's just craziness. We do need to consider ways of generating efficient, clean power. Absolutely. Ding, ding, ding. We have to get there someday. Today is not that day. Mm -hmm. We're not there yet. (laughs) And I don't see it happening. Well, I mean, you could set a goal like uh, President Kennedy did to get to the moon by the end of the decade. Uh, If you want to try and figure out how to get fusion to work instead of fission, that's what nuclear power plants are is fission, then great. Research it. But don't start implementing stuff or put that cart before the horse when the cart is not even have the wheels put on it yet so well these people that are the, you know the, the people in charge of our, of our policy right now they're not serious people no they're control freaks well they're not just control freaks i i think they're 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 truly stupid mm. you know you get the energy secretary she laughs about oil exploration oh we're not going to do that <laughs> we're not going to do that we're i mean we have enough oil to power ourselves for 400 years everyone at least oh, no, oh, oh, more than that and now now i'm saying great Drill, baby, drill until get the, you know, we can get the fusion up and running. And I'm more than happy to do a nice slow transition to the fusion powered car or hydrogen cell that doesn't blow up or hybrid car that runs on uh, a nuclear pallet. I don't know. They'll figure it out. They're all, you know, they're smarter than I am. But right now we're not ready for it. And we tried to rush the brush and we all got that. Yeah. We're not there yet. You know, we have, we've skipped a bunch of steps and, People just don't really consider electric cars uh, comprise, you know, more and more of a percentage of the vehicles on the road every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, hybrids also, by the way. Hybrids yeah. also, yes. And, and now what everybody needs to understand is producing those vehicles is one of the dirtiest, most ecologically unfriendly things that can be done. Yep. There's a lot of mining of rare earth elements that, advantage china and their holdings in afghanistan that we so quickly gave up um that's another story for another time uh think that was accidental nope no i don't think so either i don't believe in accidents oh then everybody's went to china too anyone anyone seeing a pattern here yeah Mm. so you know we don't produce the batteries here in the united states for uh hybrid or um um fully electric cars you know what i just had a i just had this light bulb go over my head you know how all of our washing machines and dryers and appliances when i was growing up they lasted for years and years and you could fix them and all this other stuff and they're high quality right absolutely where all of our stuff coming from now china and korea it's all planned it's all planned obsolescence they don't last nope and i gotta tell you something if you're all gonna if the green energy proponents are gonna put their faith and hope in the fact that a battery that's built in China and goes into a Tesla is going to last for more than five years. Uh, that's a, that's a planned obsolescence and destruction of our economy. Everyone. Do you you remember the Maytag man? Oh yes. Do you remember the commercials in the seventies and the eighties with the Maytag man sitting there playing cards? That's right. Cause he didn't have anything to do. do. Absolutely. Absolutely. You don't see him anymore. I wanted to be the Maytag man. Hmm. 
been the greatest job on the face of the earth. Yep. Anyhow, everybody, we got a lot of problems in this country. We've gone way over our time allotment. Uh, we do thank you very, very much for your time. Can't uh, help it. You got the academic yeah. started. I can't do it. Well, we, it's okay. It's okay. We forgive you. So we've got, we had a lot to talk about. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. It's a really tumultuous time in this country. There's certain issues that we just, we just didn't even touch. Uh, we really need to talk a little bit about the political violence that's happening in this country and some of the things that have happened uh, in, 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 particularly in Maryland and Montgomery County over the past uh, few days. Uh, we'll get to that in another program. Uh, there's a lot of political violence happening right now, and it's it's intolerable. It, it should not be tolerated. We need to discuss it and get it out there so everybody's aware of it. Again, thank you very much for joining us and trusting us with an hour and some of your time. Uh, we really appreciate it. Please feel free to look us up on your favorite social media platform. We're pretty much everywhere. Bravo's over on True Social. I am not. I'll get there at one point, but we're over on Getter, you know, Twitter. Please hit us up on Twitter. Subscribe, uh, subscribe to us on Twitter. It would really help us out a lot. And, you know, it's kind of hurting our feelings a little bit. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. But anyhow, we'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors and airmen for protecting us 24 seven, 365. Our hats off to our veterans out there and our police, fire and EMS that work with us on the streets on our local level every single day and risk their lives to protect ours. We really appreciate what you do. Thank you so much for your service. And on that note, everybody have, make it a great week. Okay. Take care, everyone. Take care. Bye. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our signal 50 transmission.